0: Let's not declare victory prematurely. Victory! We're not out of it yet. We're out of Just it. Just hang in there a bit longer, and the vaccine is going to win out.
1: How much longer? How much longer, Dr. Fauci? Well, I don't know why I came here tonight. That's why. I got the feeling that something right. What well, is. I'm so scared in case I fall off my chair. And I'm wondering how I'll get down the stairs to the left of me us to the right here I
0: am stuck in the middle with
1: you yep From Pacifica Radio in Los Angeles, this is the broadcast as heard on KPFK, 90.7 FM in L.A., 98.7 in Santa Barbara, 93.7 in San Diego, 99.5 FM in Ridgecrest and China Lake. Also in Red Bluff and Redding, California on KFOI, Round Mountains KKRN and Eureka's KGOE. Up in Oregon on the Central Coast on KYAQ, Cottage Grove's Queso and Eugene's KEPW. In Lancaster, Pennsylvania on WLRI, Maui, Hawaii's KAKU, in Columbus, Ohio on WGRN, Palinville, New York's WLPP, Rochester, New York's WRFZ, down in New Orleans on WHIV, out in Gallup, New Mexico on KNIZ, in Concord, New Hampshire on WNHN, Fayetteville, Arkansas's KPSQ, in Seattle on KODX. Janesville, Wisconsin's WADR, and Minneapolis, St. Paul's AM 950 KTNF. We also stream coast-to-coast and around the globe for you every day for your listening convenience on the internet's on the Progressive Voices Channel, Netroots Radio, Radio for Humans, FYI Nation, NicoleSandler.com, Radio Free Brooklyn, Workforce Rising, No Lies Radio, Bird and Square Radio, and detour talk blanketing planet earth 5 days a week I'm Brad Friedman your friendly investigative blogger journalist troublemaker muckraker all around swell fellow says me from blog.com thank you very much for joining us today welcome to the Bradcast helping to make you and me moderately smarter 5 days a week glad you could join us so listen i think it's uh, i think it's really starting to happen a bit too quick I think for my taste and apparently for that of epidemiologists and infectious disease experts, but I think it's actually happening. We are finally beginning to see the faintest glimmers of a world beyond COVID after another record weekend for vaccine distribution. The St. James Theater in New York on Saturday became the first Broadway theater to open its doors since the coronavirus pandemic shutdown when performance venues were uh, closed more than a year ago. Three-time Tony Award-winning actor Nathan Lane and Tony-winning choreographer Savion Glover performed for Frontline Workers. At the Actors Fund and Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS Benefit event on Saturday afternoon, both performers received standing ovations and delivered encores to the emotional crowd. The event is the first of 10 planned on Broadway over the next 10 weeks, uh, considered to be a pilot program devised to create a working model within which Broadway theaters can ultimately reopen Safely, according to the organizer, New York pops up in a statement. One attendee said the performance had her, quote, smiling so hard behind her mask. Susan uh, Slaughteroff said outside the theater, I think I was smiling every second, just feeling being in a room with people again and having a shared human experience was incredible. She said, my heart was like beating out of my chest. You could feel the excitement and anticipation and just positive energy in the room. Embattled New York Governor Andrew Cuomo announced uh, that entertainment venues could reopen April 2 with 100 attendees indoors or 150 attendees if all uh, attending have proof of completed vaccination or a recent negative test result. Now, whether any of that is actually a good idea yet, I could not tell you. I hope that it is. I hope that New York officials know what the hell they're doing and are not just responding to political pressures. But since I'm in a generous mood for the moment after what happened to me this weekend, I'll presume they know what they are doing and will take all of this as a sign today that that there really is a light at the uh, at the end of the tunnel. And that, as Desi Doyan always worries, that light is not an oncoming train. Hello, Desi Doyen. Hello,
2: yes. Not having it be an oncoming train would be really, really nice. It would
1: be. We will see. It's, uh, it's, it's feeling more positive today. All 41 Broadway theaters have been closed, of course, since March 12 of 2020. Because of the pandemic and now the first of hopefully many has at least, well, one trial run in reopening. A a very encouraging sign, I hope, I think. Uh, More guardedly encouraging signs from this weekend. Experts say COVID-19 vaccinations, at least in the U.S., are going extremely well. But not enough people are protected just yet and uh, less encouraging. The country may be at the start Another surge with case numbers increasing now in more than 30 states and ticking back up over the past weekend in the U.S. as a whole. Uh, New daily reported cases rose 5.3 percent overall in the U.S. over the past week. That, even as the number of tests reported, fell 13 percent from the previous week. So that's a big drop in testing. And yet, A noteworthy increase in reported cases. That is not good. New daily reported deaths uh, did fall, however, more than 20 percent over the past week. That is very good news. But COVID-related hospitalizations rose almost 1 percent over the past week. That's an increase uh, in hospitalizations, which tends to lead to, uh, well, an increase in deaths So uh, this is a very tenuous moment, it seems, perhaps uh, a make or break uh, point at this moment. More than 300, uh, I'm sorry, 556,000 Americans have now been confirmed as killed by the virus over the past year. The real numbers are likely much higher than that. The University of Washington's Institute for Health Metrics and Evaluation, the IHME, upped. Upped, increased its estimate last week of how many people are likely to die from coronavirus in the U.S. by July 1. They increased their estimates from uh, 600,000 to 609,000 deaths, they believe, will uh, be confirmed from COVID by July 1. Back to the encouraging part here, however, the US reported a record over the weekend with more than 4 million COVID 19 uh, vaccine doses administered in 24 hours on Saturday, according to the CDC. And on a personally encouraging note, two of those 4 million uh, happened to be me and Desi Doyen. Yep. We, uh, woohoo, we both uh, got our first Moderna shots on Saturday. And uh, and though I was a a bit fatigued, I must say, on Sunday, felt a little slightly fluish. I'm feeling actually pretty darn good uh, today, uh, sort of two days after receiving the shots and was uh, feeling, frankly, very darn good on Saturday. Right afterwards, after long last, after waiting my turn in line for California to lower the age of those eligible uh, to receive vaccines until it was my turn and uh, jumping on it almost immediately thereafter uh, when last week the state lowered the minimum age to allow both of us, both Desi and I, uh, to sign up. Now, we had no problem getting an appointment uh, via the Kaiser Permanente website, which, I should note, is also taking... You you confirm this, right, Desi? Yes. It, they are also taking sign-ups for non- KP, uh, non Kaiser Permanente members.
2: Correct. And it's pretty easy. There's also, um, you can go to My Turn California. That's also a site that will help you find uh, v- open appointments. That would be uh,
1: myturn.ca.gov. Thank you. Go ahead.
2: And uh, basically, it will help you find a place near you, at least in California, where you can sign up to get an appointment for the vaccine. So, and that's in many states. Most states have pretty, pretty open uh, appointments that are available now. So, you know, now is a good time to sign up if you're within the eligible group.
1: I uh, I want to talk a little bit about that experience that we had over the weekend uh, in a little bit. And I want to get your calls today on whether you have received your shots or not, or at least one of them. If so, how did it go? How did it make you feel? Did, it, uh, did you have any side effects? Did it change your outlook on life in any way? Kind of changed mine, uh, surprisingly. Uh, if, if you haven't gotten a shot, why not? Is it because you're not eligible yet? Is it because you uh, haven't been able to get an appointment or are um are you choosing for some reason to not get vaccinated? If that's the case, I'd also love to hear from you on that as well. Our phone number is 818-985-5735, 818-985-KPFK. Try to get to the uh, as many calls as I can today on this. Um more on all of that in a bit uh in- Along with your calls. Uh, after a big week of news last week, though, on on all matter of things and uh, interviews with newsmakers and such today, I, I just I feel like I want to hear from you, if possible, after we're just over a year since. Uh, Everything shut down and we kept coming into the station uh, whenever possible because we thought it was important to continue talking with the community about all of this to stay in touch, particularly during the darkest days of the shutdown one year ago. The country is now averaging more than 3 million doses daily of the vaccine, according to the CDC. That's about 1% of the population each day. Of course, both the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines take two shots each, where the Johnson & Johnson shot is, uh, is a single shot, one and done. So it makes the math a little bit trickier to figure out how long all of this is actually going to take. But we are going seemingly quickly in the right direction at long last. Still, only about 18.5% of Americans are now fully vaccinated, uh, according to CDC data. And COVID-19 cases in the country, as I note, uh, are seeing increases. Celine Gounder, an infectious disease specialist and epidemiologist, uh, told CNN on Sunday, quote, I do think we still have a few more rough weeks ahead. She said what we know from the past year of the pandemic is that we tend to trend about three to four weeks Behind Europe, in terms of our pandemic patterns, the highly contagious variant known as B117 has fueled an alarming rise in COVID 19 cases and hospitalizations in parts of Europe, leading to a return to more hard lockdowns in several countries there now. And experts worry that the U.S. could be next if Americans do not double down on safety measures. Until more people are actually vaccinated. Dr. Peter Hotez, the Dean of the National School of Tropical Medicine at Baylor, said over the weekend, quote, "We have to think about b one one seven, the variant as almost a brand new virus." He says it's acting differently from anything we've seen before in terms of transmissibility, in terms of affecting young people. So he says we have to take this very seriously. CDC Director uh, Dr. Rochelle Walensky said today at the White House um, during the uh, COVID-19 response team briefing that COVID-19 cases have now increased for a fourth straight week. We know that these uh, increases are due, she said, in part to more highly transmissible variants. She also said that a number of the clusters identified among young people are connected to participation in youth sports and extracurricular activities. The CDC guidelines currently suggest that those activities should be limited. Walensky said, I understand that people are tired and that they are ready for this pandemic to be over. I hear you, uh, she says, but please continue to hang in there and to continue to do the things that we know prevent the spread of the virus. The difference between previous surges, she says, and another possible surge now is the people most affected right now are the younger individuals. Uh, that's according to emergency physician Dr. Leanna Wen on Sunday. More than 54 percent of Americans who are 65 and older have been fully vaccinated, according to the CDC, while more than 75 percent of that same age group have gotten at least one COVID-19 vaccine dose. That's good, as that older age group is obviously the one most likely to face severe contagion and death. But while that age group is now relatively well protected, uh, according to WEN, younger groups are still vulnerable, especially to the B117 variant, as it circulates, that variant is more contagious and may cause more severe iteration of the disease, according to experts. It also may be more deadly. So this really is a race right now, a race between uh, getting folks vaccinated and the spread of the uh, of the virus itself. And the fewer people that it spreads to, well, the less likely we are to see new, additional, and more deadly variants. When notes that we are seeing in places like Michigan that the people who are now getting hospitalized by large numbers are people in their 30s and 40s. She says, and now we're even seeing children getting infected in large numbers as well. Michigan's confirmed case numbers have now spiked some 39 percent. Over the past week, but the reported uh, case count is the highest the state has uh, reported since December 7 of 2020. Professor Ali McDodd of the University of Washington's IHME said the surge of the more transmissible B117 variant is unfolding in the northern states of the U.S. and Canada. He said the rapid increases in cases seen in Michigan may be a marker of what may unfold in other parts of the U.S. and Canada. The speed of the new variants may be in part to blame, but so is the relaxation of social distancing and mask mandates, according to the IHME. Overly rapid reopening, well-documented in the rapid increases in mobility in the U.S., increases the risk of an April-May surge despite rapid scale-up of vaccination, according to McDodd. And, by the way, it is not just Michigan. Food and Drug Administration Commissioner uh, Dr. Scott Gottlieb, former uh, FDA commissioner, told CBS Face the Nation on Sunday, quote, if you look at what is happening in Michigan and in Minnesota— and in Massachusetts, you're seeing outbreaks in schools and infections in social cohorts that have not been exposed to the virus before. The infection the infection is changing its contours in terms of who's being stricken by it right now. 818-985-KPFK is our phone number. 818-985-5735. I would love to hear from people. Now, obviously... I'm uh I'm encouraging people to get the vaccine. I think the vaccine is a good idea, and I think that it's really important that as many Americans get it as possible, as soon as possible. But, uh, you know, if you feel differently, I'd love to know why. And again, if you have not been able to get one yet, I'd also love to know why. 818-985-5735. Um, in Florida's Orange County, officials reported late last month a rise in COVID cases in the group, uh, the cases uh, in the ages from 18 to 25 years old. And a full third of the county's COVID-19 hospitalizations, a full third, were people younger than 45 years of age according to the Florida Department of Health. New Jersey officials said last week that the variants including B117 were contributing to a rise in cases and hospitalizations including yes in younger groups. Between the first and last weeks of March, there was a 31% increase in those ages, uh, uh, in those aged twenty to twenty-nine, and a forty-eight percent increase in those forty to forty-nine, in the state of New Jersey, um, in the uh, an increase in the number of hospitalizations in those groups. Hospitalizations up thirty-one percent if you're between twenty and twenty-nine uh, years of age in New Jersey, and up forty-eight percent for those between 40 and 49 years old in New Jersey. This is serious. Meanwhile, older residents, many of whom have now been vaccinated with at least one dose or more, they only saw single-digit percent increases in New Jersey. Despite alarming uh, signs, the U.S., however, is not powerless. Experts are stressing doubling down on safety measures, masking up, Social distancing, avoiding crowds coupled with quick and efficient vaccinations can help curb another COVID-19 surge. That, according to Dr. Anthony Fauci over the weekend. If more people continue to wear masks and avoid crowds and let the vaccination program do its work, Life will get back to normal in the U.S. more quickly, Fauci said. Fauci, of course, is president of, uh, is, is the chief medical advisor of President Joe Biden's uh, COVID-19 task force. He said this on Saturday.
0: Let's not declare victory prematurely. So it's up to people to realize, and, you know, we, we, we say it over and over again, and we need the local people, we need the, the governors and the mayors and others to be able to say, we're not out of it yet this is not going to last forever because every day that you get 4 million, 3 million people vaccinated, you get closer and closer to control. No so question. what we're saying yeah. is, du- is double down, just hang in there a bit longer, and the vaccine and the vaccinations of people in this country are going to override the surge of the virus. There's no I, doubt I hear what you're saying, the Dr. vaccine Factor, but- is going to win out that we are gonna get to where they wanna be, where I wanna be, where you wanna be, where we have enough people protected with the vaccines that we can go out and watch the cherry blossoms and we can go out and enjoy as we get warmer weather. It's gonna happen, it will. It's a tough sell to get people who have COVID-19 fatigue to just continue to abide by the public health measures. It's not gonna be easy. I hope we have a degree of success. But in the meanwhile, every day, three to four million people are getting vaccinated. That is going to be the solution. That's the solution.
1: That's the solution. The vaccination is the solution, says Dr. Fauci. Uh, So have you already got yours, signed up for it, having uh, trouble signing up for it? 818-985-5735 is our phone number. It has been more than a year, as I said, since uh, at least California first locked down hard for the COVID crisis. And during all the time during that lockdown, perhaps especially during the hardest part of the lockdown, we have been coming in here trying to continue to do the show, um, with some dispensation, I suppose, as members of the media, we are considered essential workers. Finally, we're essential for something, Desi Doyen. <laughs> yes, uh, I thought. It, I thought it was. Uh, given that, I thought it was essential that we we stayed live with you here as much as we could, and opened up the phones whenever we could to hear how everyone was doing, particularly back during those. Very dark days uh, about just over one year ago uh, when we were hoping to try and stay, with, stay in touch with the community. It was very scary. And while we haven't spoken much to you about COVID uh, lately and how you're coping, today, with what I'm choosing to view as the good news regarding vaccine distributions, I would love to hear from you again uh, to check back in, especially with some of the folks that we talked to early on who were very frightened, justifiably, by all of this back then. So are you feeling better? Uh, has uh, getting the vaccine helped remove some of those concerns? I, I believe it did for me almost instantly, actually, and, and somewhat unexpectedly on uh, on Saturday when I got my first shot, even though it's uh, st- it'll still be two weeks until I'm considered to be about 80 percent immune. Uh, And then another two weeks after that until I get my second dose and then another two weeks after that before I'll I'll be just about as inoculated as I will ever be against the disease. But I felt on Saturday really for the first time in a year that, uh, you know, I on a on a personal level, at least. Was sort of on my way Uh, and that, you know, on our way back to a world without covid or beyond covid. Uh, And it was kind of revelatory. 818-985-KPFK. So anyway, the story is somewhat mixed about the news. But I I think that uh, I believe we're seeing more good news than bad overall, at least for the moment, even as we're racing uh, vaccines against variants right now. The more who get vaccinated, the less chance there will be for new and deadly variants to develop that might not be handled as well uh, by the existing vaccines uh, as the current variants appear to be. So let's take a quick break here. We'll come back with some of your calls on all of this. Uh, While I'm hoping today's conversation may help encourage more folks to get out there and get a shot, uh, during an interview we recently did on this program with epidemiologist Dr. Carl Krupp of the University of Arizona in Tucson, um, He, uh, You can, of course, download that and any of our shows for free at bradblog.com. I had asked Krupp if one vaccine was any better than another, and his answer was that I should just get any of them, get the first one I can get access to as quickly as possible. I took his his advice, both Desi and I did, and as uh, Kaiser Permanente was offering Moderna, that's what we took, and we are now on our way. So quick break here. We'll come back and talk about uh, all of this, uh, some more with you. Uh, No, we are not a lifestyle program or even a medical program. We're a hard news and politics program, but today I want to talk to you about how you are doing and if getting the vaccine has changed your outlook, caused you any problems, or if you haven't gotten a shot yet, and if so, why not? 818-985-5735 is our number. I'm Brad Friedman, and you are listening to The Bradcast. Welcome back. It's the Bradcast. Brad Friedman from bradblog.com. Yeah, keep yourself alive. Uh if you don't want to because uh you don't want to take the vaccine for some reason, give me a call 818-985-KPFK. Uh yes, uh, I uh Brad Friedman from bradblog.com, I along with uh, Desi Doyen and now millions of Americans I uh, have now received my first dose of the Moderna COVID vaccine over the weekend. I am feeling great about it, though I would say the day after I was feeling a little sloggy, a little uh, fluey, as I as I noted. I think, Desi, uh, Desi Doyen, how were you doing? Uh, did you have any side effects or problems after taking your first dose of the Moderna? Actually,
2: I had just a little bit of soreness at the injection site in my arm, and otherwise I had no other side effects. I was fine.
1: Now, they say, of course, the second dose packs a wallop more so than the first. It can or because it can. it's your so immune
2: system responding, saying, oh, hey, I recognize this intruder and I'm going to go fight them now. Mm-hmm. So, yes, the uh, second dose supposedly will have a bit more for some people. So, you know, to me, though... I am totally okay with that because I would much rather have, you know, even if it's just uh, some side effects, I'd rather have those for a little bit than get COVID and especially the uh, the horror, horrible thought of potentially getting COVID and spreading it to someone I care about. I
1: will say one thing that, um, well, I hadn't even thought about it until after I got the shot and I started thinking, wow, soon – I can feel freer about doing this or that, that it really hadn't even occurred to me until I got that shot. Um, But then as I was feeling, oh, a little uh, fatigued, a little, like I said, fluish, you know, uh, one thing that in the past had I been feeling fluish or had a cough or a little sore throat or, you know, oh, am I getting hot? I would. Oh, my God. Is this COVID? Do I have it? So it was actually nice to sort of feel a little bit under the weather and know that yes, I was supposed to feel that way. That means my immune <laughs> system is actually doing its job. Exactly. Uh, it's it's doing the work, and uh, most importantly, that it decidedly was not COVID.
2: Exactly. I know, and and I have to say that that in just you know the the short few days, I I do feel a definite sense of relief. Uh, to be getting started To getting to the other side of this On a personal level mm-hmm. And, you know, my mom is now vaccinated and I cannot yeah. tell you the relief that that brings yeah. me Yeah,
1: I know You choked up there a little bit, didn't you? Of
2: course you?
1: Uh, Well, it brings me relief as well When my mother got it uh, I'm not choking up but Because uh, I'm just so happy about it That she got her shots And and she's totally as immune As she ever will be at this point Having already received the second shot So, yeah. And uh, Federico, I know you were concerned about your mother as well. You went to you went to bat. You went to work for your mom to try to get her a uh, you, you had trouble getting her a, an appointment in the first place. Is that right? Are you able to hear me, Federico? Oh, he can't. Oh, well. All right. Nice dodge. I know he just doesn't want to talk. That's all right. Let's go to some of your phone calls. 985 KPFK. Let me go to Mike in L.A. Hey, Mike, welcome to the broadcast, sir
3: uh I got my uh, second uh, Moderna shot on April Fool's Eve and had no reaction the first or the second time.
1: Nice. Uh, Congratulations. So, yeah.
3: But I really want to pass on some information on a completely separate topic that I understand the right-wing echo chamber is going crazy about, and yeah. that is the COVID-19 relief checks, the second 2020 check of $600. Mm-hmm.
1: The second one, okay. Not, because the yeah, second one was not 600 not the third one, which is uh, 1400 Right.
3: Yeah. Well, apparently, uh, I found out the hard way that these things do not come the way the first check did as a treasury check in the mail. They come in the form of something that looks like junk mail, which people mm-hmm. throw away. Yep. And that's because they're using a private uh, yep. outfit to send out debit cards. Yes, and it seems uh, I had to go through a bunch of agony and finally found out this out from my IRS after mm-hmm. my uh, refund check was cut by six hundred dollars, and found out that was the reason because my filer had included that. Uh, so the and they shouldn't because
1: they shouldn't because those uh, COVID emergency impact payments or whatever those are supposed to be not uh, taxable.
3: However if the filer includes it on line 30 mm-hmm. then you get the payment with your tax refund if you haven't got it already Oops. well i as far as i knew had not got it already uh-huh. uh but according to their records i got it because they mailed it out as a piece of what looks like junk mail and mm-hmm. probably is you know went into the recycling bin mm-hmm. so everybody look through your junk mail very closely yes. it will not look like a government mailing but if there's anything in there that looks like it might be involving impact from COVID, mm-hmm. hold it aside and open it up and see if there's a debit card yep. in there. The return address uh, uh, it seems is in Nebraska. Uh, another clue. But the the thing is that it it looks to me like they are trying not to disburse the money they're in charge of disbursing. Mm when you call up the eight hundred number you go through a phone uh... tree uh... robotic phone answering thing uh, which in the first place uh, you know if if you're trying to communicate with somebody you have your choice of language right up at the front Mm -hmm. but this thing holds off uh, the choice of english or spanish till about a minute after uh, a bunch of other verbiage Mm -hmm. and the first few times I called this number. I could not find any option for I never got the damn thing. All we got was this, that, and yeah. the other thing, and they required me to enter the number of the card I'd never received. That
1: you didn't have, yeah. No, I right. people need to be very close, and it is... Quite maddening. It is really a scam but, because there are some private the- companies making millions of dollars off of these things. If you go, if you take these one of these cards to an ATM to get cash, yeah, yeah. sometimes the uh, the the ATMs will charge you money for it. The best thing I can recommend people do is go to a bank, an actual bank, wear a mask, go on in, bring your card, and they will give you the full amount. Uh, in cash, and then you can put it into your bank or do whatever you want with it, but you won't lose money to some private corporation who is making millions out of it uh, obscenely, frankly, Mike.
3: Right. But I, by yeah. the way, though, yeah. the secret answer when you're dealing with a phone robot is mm-hmm. compromised. Lost, stolen, destroyed, forget it. You go for the answer where the, you can pick compromised, and that gets you through. And then
1: To a human they, being.
3: No, it gets you through to the robot that will take the last six digits <laughs> of your social security number okay. and your zip code, and then they promise to send you the card. Okay. I don't know if that'll work, but that's the way their system is arranged.
1: Thanks for the helpful call, Mike. Sorry you had to go through that. Uh, I do appreciate your call, though. Eight one eight nine. You bet. Eight one eight nine eight five five seven three five is our phone number. Let's go to uh, where are we? Naomi in uh, in Santa Monica. Hey, Naomi. Welcome to the broadcast.
3: Hi, Brad. How are you?
1: I'm okay. How are you? Did you get the vaccine?
3: I received both Moderna's, and I had a really good experience through a Providence uh, family physician uh-huh.
1: clinic in yeah. Santa Monica. Yeah.
3: They were wonderful. They had a doctor waiting there with us for 15 uh-huh. minutes, releasing us, you know, when it was time. Right. Us out. And um, the only reaction I had was the soreness in the arm for a couple of days, but it didn't start till a few hours after receiving the shot, both times. Mm-hmm. And exhaustion for about a day or so.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I felt. Uh, Well, exhaustion is a... a a bit of an overstatement. I just felt like uh, sloggy and just would rather sit down. But you know what? I feel like that a lot of days anyway. So, uh, I wanted
3: to mention what my yeah. daughter told me. My Which daughter you say? works in a hospital. She mm-hmm. said
2: that
3: when you have a, a, a strong reaction, it means you have a very strong immune system. Yep. So Younger people will get a stronger reaction. Yep. For instance, she felt the chills and the fever and the aches and mm-hmm. the, all that stuff.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what I've heard as well, and that uh, the older people were not getting those kind of reactions because they're because immune, our immune system systems
4: aren't as
5: strong.
1: Run down, yeah. Right? Yeah. So good good on you that it didn't give you a, a terrible reaction. Bad on you for letting your immune system age, Naomi. <laughs> Hey, I appreciate the call, and I'm glad you got the shot. Well done. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. All right. 818-985-KPFK is our phone number. Oh, I want to check in with, uh, let me get to, uh, there we go, Roger in Minneapolis. Roger, we have heard from you throughout this entire uh, pandemic, going back to the early days of the lockdown i remember you were very concerned up there in minneapolis and now i guess you have reason to be concerned again as the uh rates are spiking up there uh welcome back to the broadcast roger how are you feeling have you got your uh, vaccine yet
6: well i'm feeling pretty uh hopeful on some levels Brad. uh uh it has been now over a year uh mm-hmm. since um the beginning of um uh my experience of isolation and uh um you've tapered off from taking as many calls as you uh had mm-hmm. uh, uh earlier on so i mm-hmm. uh, i'm really glad you're taking some this evening i got my first bogenna shot um 3 weeks ago this yesterday mm-hmm. so I'll be getting my second one um, on uh, Sunday, mm-hmm. um, and um, I- I'm looking forward now in a few weeks to be able to hug uh, my three daughters mm. for the first time in over a year. Mm. That's been very hard. I haven't—I literally haven't touched anybody. Yeah. Uh, let alone almost I- seen anybody. I do know this. I intend to continue um, with. Um, uh, pretty careful protocols going forward, because um, uh, the, the different vaccines do have slightly different coverages to the variants, and I have no doubt that a variant will begin to spread that isn't um, uh, really very well handled by the current vaccine. Mm-hmm. And so'm uh, I'm, I'm, I, I continue to view this thing with a um, great deal of caution. Mm-hmm. I also, um, uh, uh, Realized that unless humanity, and especially the rich countries, realize that we have to stamp this thing out globally or it'll be a plague on all of us the whole damn time, uh, that we're, we're humanity's facing a lesson here that it needs to learn that we're all in this boat together, and that's a huge challenge that we face right now because we've learned so much
1: selfishness. Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah. Um, Congratulations, you and Desi, on on getting (laughs) vaccinated. I have a couple more comments. I'll try to keep them brief, Fred.
1: Yeah, very, very brief, because a lot of folks want to get in. So go ahead and give me your best one for now, Roger.
6: I am disgusted by the way our media leads our attention around by the nose. Whatever it is that they decide to go wall to wall with on any given day, Mm -hmm. um, what what the hugest story of all is, that we need to keep our eyes on, the eyes on the prize, is pushing back against the, their attempts now to completely undermine the democratic process in perpetuity. Yep. That is the story. Nothing else.
1: Yep. Well, Nothing else. and if you listen to this show, uh, Roger, regularly, you know that that's we cover that, uh, I don't know, about three-quarters of our of our time, I think, is spent one way or another pounding on uh, the need to uh, protect, uh, enhance, save democracy, uh, and or the failure of the uh, media to not cover those issues as much as they need to. So I, I'm right there with you, brother.
6: Well, let's look forward to... Um carefully beginning to feel a little bit liberated. Oh, isn't it strange to wake up each day not under the dark cloud of fear propagated by living in the world of Trump's control of this country? Is Has it dawned on us yet that we're a little bit freer?
1: Well, it actually dawns on me every day, but... <laughs> Uh Here I had gone so far We're about 41 minutes into the show Hadn't mentioned the word Trump at all And you went ahead and God. ruined it, Roger Well oh, done, God. thanks for ruining everything Enjoy Enjoy your second Moderna shot and give my, uh, please uh, hug your daughter once for your daughters once for me as well. Thanks, brother. Good to hear from you. Stay well, okay? Congratulations, guys. Thank you. You too. Bye bye. Uh, 818 985 KPFK is our phone number. Let me uh, get to one, at least one more here before we take another break. Uh, Israel in Los Angeles. Welcome to the broadcast, Israel. Yes, Brad, how you doing? I'm okay. Well, by the way, there were a bunch of people on the uh on the screening board here who were uh vaccine hesitant, I think is the way Des you had written them down. They've all hung up. What happened? Call us back. I'd love to hear from you if you uh if you don't want to take vaccine for some reason, I w- really would love to hear why. Don't worry, I won't bite too hard. 818-985-KPFK. All right. Sorry about that, Israel. Uh welcome to the broadcast. What's on your mind, sir? Did you get your shot?
4: Well, yeah, I was I was hesitant to to hear my parents going to take the shot, and mm-hmm. they ended up taking both shots. They mm-hmm. feel
1: fine,
4: um, which you know brings me great relief. And seems like everybody I know seems to be doing well after their shot. Why were you I hesitant? They,
1: uh, why were you hesitant about them uh, taking their shot?
4: Uh, just because of all, you know, just because they're uh, they're older and not not in the best of health, mm-hmm. and I, you know, just. I just I was just worried about them that all.
1: Gotcha, well, um, hopefully this will make them safer and healthier now that they have taken it,
4: yeah, 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 I mean, especially because they were saying that it it was an experimental that you know they mm-hmm. rushed it through or whatever, and it's experimental and whatnot, you mm-hmm. know so i would, I guess that's why I was mostly. You know, concerned about their health.
1: Let me let me, let me sp- actually uh, speak to one point on that. Hold your thought, Israel, because because uh, I know that there's, and I've heard this from other people as well. Oh, that they, they rushed this through it's an experimental vaccine. It doesn't have a full approval by the uh, uh, the FDA, and that is true. It's being used. It's true in part, not true in another part. It's being used. Uh, Under emergency authorization by the FDA, given this particular emergency. However, it's a a special, this technology they're using called mRNA, messenger RNA, has not been used in uh, in, in, uh, other vaccines before, but... This particular technology has been in development for 10 years, essentially waiting for a moment uh, in which it could be used. So uh, the, the, the specifics, and I hope I'm explaining this correctly, but the specifics of the at least the Pfizer and the Moderna uh, vaccines, how they work uh, against COVID, um, they've been made specifically, obviously, for the coronavirus, but the technology itself, this type of vaccine, has actually been in development and been tested for 10 years. So it's not brand new. Well,
4: what about all the other, yeah. you know, types of vaccinations aside from those two? I, mm-hmm. I think I've heard there's a whole different uh, there's a bunch of different ones correct
1: there well there are in the u.s. right now the only ones that are approved are pfizer and moderna and johnson johnson And johnson johnson is different uh, a different technology than the pfizer and moderna the j&j vaccine is more like the old school of uh, vaccines uh that uh, we we use every year for the flu and and so on and so forth got it uh, so so
4: my so my question i have been trying to get to my question sorry about that yeah um I'm just wondering, you know, why, up, you know, up until the, the, the vaccinations came through, like, they, they weren't really giving us advice on how to stay healthier, like, eat better foods or, you know, actually do go out and get sunlight, get some vitamin D, get some exercise. Um, you know, it's not, you know, they were saying that there's a lot of the cases where, you know, comorbidities, like mm-hmm. obesity and stuff like that, high mm-hmm. blood pressure, uh, why wouldn't they, I, you know... Everybody's, like, talking about the vaccination, vaccination, but I never really heard much about, uh, you know, more preventative stuff, eating healthy. doing What can we do to eat and, you know, what can we eat to to help us? What can we do aside from just vaccination?
1: Well, of course, I can't, I can't, I can't. Yeah, I got you. No, I hear your question. And, of course, I can't speak uh, for all of uh, medicine in this case, but I know that a, Western medicine uh, tends to focus more on uh, you know pharmaceuticals than they do on things like eating right and and so forth. And I don't want to overstate that because you know if you have if you are overweight, I'm sure your your doctor will tell you about that, oh, it's a good idea for you to lose X number of pounds. But I will say this, You know, um, if there's a pandemic out there, you and if you're going to go out, I want you to know that you should wear a mask, that you should wash your hands, that you should social distance. That is going to keep you safe immediately as you go out. The idea that you should start eating better, that you should lose weight and and so on and so forth. That's sort of a long term thing. That's not going to keep you from getting the coronavirus tomorrow. Uh, So maybe that has something to do with it, Israel.
4: Yeah, I mean after a year I think a lot of us would be a lot healthier if they were pushing a more healthy agenda. Mm-hmm. You know, I really miss Dr. Gary Noel coming on air. I've been a long-time KPFA listener and I really miss, you know, his perspective and mm-hmm. it'd be great if you guys can have a, you know, little uh a little uh, conversation. I think he might, you know, have some different angles to everything, but right. I appreciate your show. Thank you very much.
1: Thanks, Israel. I appreciate the uh, I appreciate the thought and the show. Let's take a uh, quick break here. We'll come back with more of your calls, 818-985-5735. Uh, the good news, by the way, I had a story here. Maybe we'll get to it, but the good news is that uh, veterans... Um, uh only so far, only about three percent of veterans have refused the uh, vaccines when they have been offered them by the Department of Veterans Affairs, according to Stars and Stripes, uh, which is lower than had been anticipated. So uh, folks in the armed forces, veterans uh, and currently serving members seem to be uh, jumping on these vaccines as well when they can. 818-985-KPFK is our phone number. We'll take a quick break. I'm Brad Friedman. You are listening to the Bradcast.
2: Bradblog.com slash donate. That's Bradblog.com slash donate. And thanks.
0: Hit me with the best shot. <laughs> Why don't
2: you hit me with the best shot? Well,
1: i see what you did there, Desiree. Hit me with your
2: okay. best shot. I
1: get it. Yeah, well done. Welcome back to the Bradcast, Brad Friedman from BradBlog.com, taking your calls. On the COVID vaccine, now that I'm uh, one shot towards my two on Moderna after this weekend, I'd love to hear how it all went for you and and from those of you who uh, don't want to take one for some reason. Uh, Let me know why. 818-985-KPFK. John in Arcadia, welcome to the broadcast, sir.
5: Hey, I'm glad to be on the show. Thanks for having me
1: on. You bet. What's
5: up? uh, I'm glad I didn't hang up like you said some of the persons did because... You do need a dissenting voice on this program today. All I hear is promotion, promotion, promotion about a vaccine. Okay. Okay. Now, there's lots of reasons why not to take it. Okay. First of all, you did touch upon the word experimental, if it is. There are, there, there's no long, long-range. Uh, t- we, have no, we have no idea what's going to happen in years from now. So the other thing, uh, in Africa, mm-hmm. uh, they're not very rich over there. A lot of countries don't have as much money to throw around on Back, expensive vaccines as, as we do in the western world mm-hmm. using our really allopathic medical model of chemicals and other things to, to uh, make the body better. As we age, if you don't take care of your immune system, yeah, we'll, it, it will get back. But if you do take care of it, there's many, many, many things that can be done to take care of the immune system. And uh, silver is one of them. Silver can be used, uh, alkaline silver, that is, can be used uh, prophylactically.
3: But in Africa,
5: every, every nation there didn't want the, this vaccine, they don't need it. Why? And their they're, they're actual, if um, you haven't looked this up yet, their their um, results and their outcomes are superior to the West. They mailed everybody, ivermectin, and a, a, and some other things to take with that, now, for about $5.
1: Now, John, uh, you do know that one, one... Hang on, John.
5: You. you went all around the world. John.
1: John, John,
5: and by not it not in this country, it actually cost me thousands of people okay, to die All that right. didn't need to die. OK. And that's OK. How it OK. Murder. OK. OK.
1: OK. All right. Thanks, John. Uh, I, w- I would have loved to have talked to you, but you didn't want to have a conversation. I was going to say when he said that they don't need it in Africa, uh, the South Africa variant of the coronavirus is one of the most deadly in the world. So if you want to have a conversation, uh, that's fine. If you want to uh, rant, well, maybe there's another show for you. Let me go to, uh, oh, Ed. Uh, Ed in uh, Woodland Hills is not keen on getting the vaccine. Hey, Ed, welcome to the broadcast, sir.
5: Oh, hey. Hey. Hi, how's it going?
1: It's going okay. Why don't yeah. you want to get the vaccine, Ed?
7: Yeah, I mean, I would prefer not to. I just think uh, there's uh,
1: better ways to
7: boost our immunity long-term and keep ourselves healthy
1: uh-huh.
7: and you know you, you did mention it was um you know emergency emergency use use only there's no long-term studies on this and we don't know whether we have to keep getting booster shots or the variants mm-hmm. uh the, they come uh the, the variants eluded and, and then we're not immune anymore if we take it so there's just too many unknowns and um, i mean i don't get the flu shot every year because uh, i boost my immune system naturally so there's just too many unknowns and i just sort of you know, right now I'd rather not to. I mean, I may take it just because I want to travel and live a normal life again. Yeah. But um, my preference is not to not to take
1: it. Well, I think I think all of our preferences would be to not have to take it. Nobody wants to get a a shot in the arm of a of a sort of a you know a foreign fluid that it's you know difficult to know exactly what we're getting. But the results, if you look at the results and the fact that uh, I believe there have been. Virtually zero, about as close to zero as you can get uh, when it comes to uh, uh, severe disease or hospitalization or death uh, for people who have been uh, vaccinated with any of the three different uh, vac- uh, vaccines that are available here in the U.S. Two of them are one technology, one is another Um Th seems like good odds, but I hear you and I hope you uh, will uh, keep your uh, keep your mind open in any event as things move forward, Ed.
7: Oh, yeah, I will. But also, you know, like the vast majority of people recover who, who contracted COVID. But, yeah, I know when there's 100 million people get it. Uh, you know, the whole objective is is to like be able to give the care to the people that really need it, the serious conditions. Well, and the,
1: uh, the the while the vast majority uh, recover, many of them. Uh, well, the the vast majority may recover, but you know, five hundred and fifty five thousand did not. They died, and then there's a whole lot of people, particularly younger people, who are uh, getting something called long COVID, and they're having symptoms that uh, stick around for months and months and months. Lord knows. Was how long? Uh, but there is, are uh, you know things to be concerned about. So keep your uh, keep your mind open on all of that. Ed, I, I do appreciate your call, my friend. Yeah, thanks.
7: Thank you. Care.
1: You bet. Eight uh, one eight nine eight five KPFK is our phone number. Let's go to Karen in Oakland. Hey, Karen, welcome to the broadcast.
8: Mm. Uh, hi, Brad. Hi.
1: I'm
8: I'm with uh, CVS, and uh, apparently the nearest place I can get the and the point for our shot is the uh, CVS is in Fresno. From, okay. Uh, that list. I don't know if I can make the
1: 180-mile drive out there. Wait, 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 wait. You're saying you have to go 180 miles to get a shot right now?
8: Uh, if I want to stay in network with uh,
1: CVS. Now, why do you need to stay in network? You can get your shot anywhere. You don't have to. It, it's free. It's no cost to anybody. And as we said at the top of the show, you can go to KP. Uh, for Kaiser Permanente, you can go to kp dot org and and sign up. I think Kaiser Permanente is also in the uh, Bay Area in Oakland mm-hmm. yeah
8: well I'll, I'll explore that possibility, but I just want to say to uh, those uh, people, especially uh, con people who fall for are followers of the previous president that they won't take this shot mm-hmm. because uh, being uh, the program is being handled by the Biden administration, and because of freedom, they don't want the government to mm-hmm. tell them what to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, they don't mind the government telling a woman whether to have an abortion or to tell a kid whether to have medical care because uh, they are transgender,
4: mm-hmm.
8: and uh, that's what's going on in Arkansas because uh, Governor vetoed a bill uh, about this, but mm-hmm. the legislature is uh, looking to
1: override. Yeah, there's some... So, yeah, some good news that uh, he vetoed that at least uh, today. Karen, thanks for that call. I do appreciate it. Oh, yeah, Republicans, well, they're all in favor of freedom except for the times when they aren't, which is, well, about half the time. You know, depends on whether their corporate sponsors wish them to be in favor of, quote, freedom. Uh, do we have uh, time for, let me uh, see if I can get in very quick, a uh, couple more quickly. Anthony in Ridgecrest. Hey, Anthony, welcome to the broadcast, sir.
6: Uh, Yeah, so I'd like to see a double-blind, placebo-controlled study of ivermectin versus the vaccine, uh, myers cocktail versus the vaccine, vitamin C versus the vaccine, vitamin D versus the vaccine, and any of those things that Trump had when there wasn't a vaccine around.
1: Uh, Okay, well, he had monoclonal antibodies, which was a a, a, a very, very experimental product that nobody could get their hands on. And uh, he was pumped full of them as a treatment. And by the way, uh, that is now available around the country if you you have to get it early once you have symptoms. But you can also get the same treatment that Trump got and you can pump yourself full of monoclonal antibodies. And apparently that helps uh, quite a bit. Hey, thanks, Anthony. Appreciate the call. And let me do I have time for one more here. I believe that I do. Oh, Morris, in long, we haven't heard from you in a while. Mo, how are you, my friend? Did you get your shots?
9: Well, oh, I'm doing fantastic. No, I haven't, but I'm not going to take a position on that. Let me just offer some scholarship real quick right at the end of the hour. You know, Brad, the leading uh, uh, biomedical technicians in the world are the Cubans. They haven't politicized, they haven't racialized, they haven't commercialized this COVID 19 thing, right? And I'm going to ask you a question, Brad. Would you rather have a very strong immune system or a very strong vaccination? Which
1: one? Well, it depends how immediate the threat is.
9: Oh, come on now, no, no, no! It depends on
1: how immediate the threat is. If uh, if I'm going to uh, if I'm going to get sick tomorrow, if I don't take the vaccine, then I would rather have the vaccine because I think it's going to take me months, if not years, to improve my immune system. So there's your answer, Morris.
9: Well, I don't know, Brad. The question on the floor is, I think the proper answer is the immune system. I'm telling you right now, you look at how some people get it some people don't. Why? It all breaks down to the immune system. Okay? And what scares Americans? I got to let you go on this one, Brad. If you look at American TV and you look at all these drug commercials and you look at all these side effects, man, I'm getting scared to take aspirin sometimes.
1: All right. right, I I hear you. I hear you, my friend. Uh, And I would add this. It's not either or, Morris. You can keep your immune system strong, and you can get a vaccine. The conversation will continue on our next thrilling Bradcast. Hopefully you will be with us, uh, same Brad time, same Brad channel, tomorrow. Uh, Until then, my thanks to my producer, Desi Doyen, to my board operator, Federico Garcia, and to all of you for spending a portion of your day or night with us, especially the callers. Thanks for calling in. If you missed any portion of today's show or any other, download it anytime for free at bradblog.com. Drop me email if you like. I am Bradcast at Bradblog.com and on the Facebooks and the Twitters, I am the Brad Blog. See you there until we see you here next time. I'm Brad Friedman. Good luck, world.